So stage three of the reopening will happen Friday for a majority of the province. Dining restaurants, gyms finally will be allowed to reopen, but not here in Toronto. No, we're going to have to wait a little while longer. And joining us now, Rocco Rossi, who is the CEO of the Ontario Chamber of Commerce. He's on the line and joins us now on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Rocco, good afternoon. Great pleasure to be with you, Jeff. All right. How welcomed is today's news? Uh, hugely welcomed by so uh, so many. Uh, while it is the majority of the regions, it isn't the majority of uh, the province because, you know, Toronto, York, Peel, uh, Windsor, Essex uh, together is more than 50 percent of uh, of the GDP of, uh, of Ontario. Um, but this is very much like the move from phase one to phase two, where the more densely populated areas where the largest number of cases have been traditionally uh, are going a little slower in keeping with uh, the philosophy behind a regional uh, rollout, which is to follow along with the data. And I think we all understand that, and it's safety, public health first, uh, without a doubt. But just what are you hearing from businesses, Rocco, and how concerning is it for Toronto businesses in particular who still can't reopen? Because a lot of those businesses, as you well know, are carrying the most overhead when it comes to things like rent. Uh, It's a a huge issue, and the rent subsidy uh, program, as well-intentioned as it as it was, uh, is is clearly not not working. The uptake has been incredibly low, and we still call upon the federal and provincial governments to do as they've done with many other programs, which is um, to go back and to alter it so that it does what it's intended to do and really need to figure out how to get that money to those incredibly needy tenants so that they can pay uh, the rent versus kind of outsource uh, the administration of this to uh, to landlords, which puts them in, a, in an un- untenable situation as well. Yeah, talk about relief. The Premier was asked about that during the press conference today when it comes to PPE, and there's many businesses, I mean, dine-in restaurants and gyms in particular, that are going to uh, incur just enormous uh, additional costs when it comes to ensuring the safety of their staff and their clients. Should government play a role in that cost, do you think? Well, uh, we have been calling on that, and there are provincial governments that uh, have taken steps. Uh, Nova Scotia, Prince Edward Island, Alberta, Saskatchewan, all have uh, put together sort of reopening um, funding grants uh, to help small, medium-sized business cover those costs because they've gone for months without uh, revenues or extremely reduced uh, revenues. And it is uh, it can be a very large expense. And certainly the feds in the proposed package they've made to the provinces of the, the $14 billion, which is still being debated and discussed, um, they want to earmark part of that to uh, those PPE costs. And of course, the, the provinces want uh, the funds without strings to uh, to be able to uh, to use to the the highest priorities, and you know I understand where they're where they're coming from, and I also understand the premier's concern that at the end of the day there isn't money for absolutely everything as much as uh, as much as we would like, and so how do we get uh, opened? 
um, as safely and as quickly as we can because there's no substitute uh, to being open and earning revenue. Okay, so if it's not a subsidy for PPE, are loans good enough? And do you think that, uh, what is the Chamber of Commerce, uh, what have they heard, uh, what have they felt from business owners, particularly those, Rocco, that have been closed since it started uh, mid-March? Could this be kind of make or break for them when it comes to deciding whether or not they're truly going to reopen their doors? Because if they have to incur all of these new additional costs on top of already being shut for uh, months on end and no revenue and maybe no cash on hand, this really could be kind of make or break for them. There is no question that for many it is make or break. Uh, And to simply say, well, here is uh, a loan. Many, many businesses have not been able to qualify uh, because there are, are specific uh, qualifications for that SEBA uh, uh, loan, the $40,000 federal loan. Um, and, and quite frankly, most small businesses are already kind of up to their eyeballs in, in debt. They, they had an idea of their, their can-do people. They've borrowed from their friends and family. They've maxed out their credit cards. Um, and to be told, well, you can take an additional loan uh, isn't, isn't really what people want to, uh, want to hear. But look, this is a hugely resilient uh, group. They're risk takers. Um, and given a fair chance, they will, uh, uh, they will, they will make it. They will make it happen. But there are still concerns, even as we reopen. And we totally support um, the philosophy of using the regional approach to reopening. But we do believe once an area does reopen, that the same rules should apply across the province. And right now, there's inconsistency when it comes to use of masks or use of cash money for payment or how to collect and if to collect uh, information for the purposes of contact tracing. So this inconsistency makes it difficult and expensive for businesses unnecessarily and also undermines the confidence of consumers and employees because if they're told from every corner, well, this decision is based on the science, but the decision is different the other side of the border into the next uh, region, people, um, uh, people are going to uh, develop some cynicism around that that we have to avoid because, look, at until we have a vaccine widely available, we're going to be living uh, with COVID. So there is no zero risk way to reopen. We just have to limit the risk as much as possible, and consistency is going to be key to that. Okay, and speaking of that, because I have to believe a lot of these businesses, their toughest challenge, as we've been discussing this half hour, is probably to reestablish the the trust, if you will, and the feeling of safety amongst their customers and clientele. And are the expectations when it comes to customer safety and where PPE should be used and how it should be used, has that been clearly communicated, do you think, by the government to business? Uh, I think they've made an incredible effort towards it. There are over 170 guidelines that go right down to specifics in 170 different uh, different sectors and kinds of establishments from the uh, from the Ministry of Labor. 
That said, there's still uh, still uh, some confusion, and and particularly for small and medium sized business, where you know they don't have departments to figure this out. Uh, the owner operator is you know the chief counsel is the HR officer is probably also uh, you know doing the shipping and packing, um, and so it's how to make it as simple and transparent uh, as possible for people. That's crucial. Another crucial one, and we got a little bit of it today, but we're going to need more detail, is really daycare and ultimately what happens with our schools because women are disproportionately affected by the lack of a real uh, daycare solution since they disproportionately bear the the burden of child rearing um, in our society. And they've been incredibly hard hit. They lost uh, jobs at the beginning of this crisis at twice the rate men did, and men are coming back to work at 70% faster than than women. And I got to believe a big part of this is the daycare uh, issue. And I have members saying, "Look, I can keep my facility safe, but if if my employees, many of whom are women," Can't have a, don't have an appropriate daycare option. They're not going to be able to come uh, come back and and re-enter uh, the economy, and that's a crucial uh, bottleneck for all of us. For sure. And for those that missed it, the announcement today: maximum of 15 kids per child care center starts July the 27th. Rocco, I got to leave it there for now. Really appreciate the time, and thanks so much for joining us. Not at all. Stay safe. Stay positive. You as well. There goes Rocco Rossi, CEO of the Ontario Chamber of Commerce.